I would like to ask, you know, with all all your, uh, you know, you you have two lineages. One is the political lineage, which comes uh, uh, from you know whatever background you come from. Uh, you have a lineage of being in the corporate sector and you know managing complex uh, activities there. Are there any skill sets that can be used, particularly given the uh, deficiencies you talked about? You know, obviously. There are a whole lot of skill sets that can come from the corporate world, which can be used in the political arena. But you've talked about lack of data, lack of you know support systems, lack of uh, a larger ecosystem. So how are you managing? Uh, so uh, and and obviously having been in the opposition for five years must have helped you to get to know the system much better. But in general, uh, how is it that you can take uh, even as an independent minister? How, how can you take much? more informed decisions uh, using your uh, skill sets that you acquired from outside uh, of uh, the government? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not sure I fully understand the question, but let me address a couple of points. I would say that uh, if I did not have my legacy, the fact that I was educated or competent or a former XYZ in ABC company had zero reflection on my ability to get elected. That's basically the reality of the world. So, the first time I got elected, it made no difference whether I was from MIT or not educated at all. They got they elected me based on my legacy. Uh, if you ask me now, I would say now people say that the real value they see in me is that I actually know my job and I know what I'm talking about. And that's so, so refreshing for them. But in my mind, the greater asset than all of this, the greater asset than any knowledge, any skill, any education is compassion. And if you have the compassion for the people, if you have empathy, if you are able to put yourself in their shoes, if you are able to understand, and you know, and human nature is not all glory and and uh, you know purity, right? Some of it is base human nature, but you have to see past that, and you say, on on average, what is the right thing? On average, what are the you know uh, kind of genuine expectations? What is, what is morally the right thing to do? What is societally the fair thing to do? If you have that approach to life, I think that actually carries you a long way uh, at the political level, at the people interaction level, at the election level. Then, of course, the question is, how do you administer effectively? Now, there have been brilliant administrators who have never gone to school, but they know how to use the right people in the right way. And I think the the, the single common variable of those who have not had the technical skill or the education or the experience themselves is to have an open mind. Once you have the right values, the right connectivity of the people, the right empathy, the right passion, therefore the right kind of aura around you that you can get elected and you can win enough seats to make a government, then all you need is open-mindedness. You get the 10 best or 20 best people in every field, in every department and everything. And over time, you develop the skill. I think the classic example of that was our former chief minister. Uh, party leader, right? He, he had very little formal education. And in the first government that they formed after uh, Perarirana passed away, the opposition told them, he said, you know, you guys are running a third-rate government. You're not fit to administer. Of course, he had the wit to come back and say, no, no, you don't mean third-rate, you mean fourth-rate because according to the, you know, the kind of caste system, we are from the fourth-level caste. So he was able to twist it. But the truth was they were not that good at it because they didn't quite understand. 
but you do it long enough and then you realize so by the time you know when i met him uh, when he was really well advanced on any topic he would ask 5 10 15 20 people opinions he would never reveal in his face whether he actually was with you against you he whether he had formed an opinion that was counter he wore these glasses so you couldn't tell what he was doing and he would take all of it in and then he'd just like process it around and then he'd come out with a decision and that is enough you don't have to do much more than that you know people are born with natural iq whether they go to good schools or not so if you have the right iq and you have the right empathy and the right connectivity with the people then keeping an open mind and being able to take input is enough it's only when you start believing that you are all knowing all seeing and this happens in all departments it happens in all in you know institutions it happens on wall street it happens in hedge funds it happened at lehman brothers to some extent it 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 happens everywhere that you get too successful too fast and you start believing your own smoke you start believing that somehow you can divine the future or that you're infallible and your your thoughts are worth so much and you make decisions without taking enough input i mean i don't want to go into examples because it will be accusing you know people accuse me of politics but we don't have to look too far back you know we look back the past 5 7 years and you can see lots of decisions that were taken without enough input that led to really disastrous outcomes so i i i of course it helps a lot to be qualified competent experienced in a particular field i think i'd make a better finance minister than i would let's say a health minister i've never been a medical doctor i don't understand what goes into it but i think far more than that is the the kind of ability to have empathy connectivity compassion and an open mind and uh, and take input